Welcome to Mitten Music, where we discover and explore all things that make the local Michigan music scene happen. It's Jeff and Ryan back again. Hello. Now, Ryan, our guest today, if you remember, we actually talked about them when we first talked about creating this podcast they Sweet. were one of the first yes i yep because of the i have a little history with the band <laughs> a little history <laughs> special <laughs> but yeah we did we we talked about the gasoline gypsies several times before we even started the podcast yeah it was it was and i and i had been listening to them recently and mentioned how much i like their music and you're like yeah i interviewed them Ten years ago, or whatever right. it was at the time, we wow. got it in, Jeff. We could do this podcast yeah, with the gasoline gypsies, right. and here they are today, <laughs> so, episode number yeah. nine. So we have the pleasure of having two members of the band in studio today. How's it going? Good. What's up? Good. We got Caleb and Joe. Uh-huh. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having oh, us. This is, so if I'll have to recap for the audience that doesn't know, um, roughly ten years ago, ish. Well, no, it, it was actually a little more. I think it was 2010, 2011. I was doing a, a live radio show, an online radio show, right? So I was playing music. I remember starting at like 6 p.m. I just got had gotten married into a house, got some recording equipment, was like, I want to do a podcast. I didn't know what. So I was part of this website called Zerk.net, X-E-R-Q dot N-E-T. And it was like a, you know, like a Reddit type yep. website. But it, every, there was thousands and you know, 100,000 people on it at any given time. And I was doing a radio show. We'd have a thread, and people would request songs. I'd play it, and I'd just pretend I was a radio DJ. And then it got so much. I would do it for six, eight hours at a time, like, you know, drinking yeah. all like long. <laughs> yeah. It was just a riot. Then I got people calling in, and that got cool. And I'm like, I need to interview people. So I interviewed several different types of this, that, and the other thing. And somehow I connected with Caleb. I don't know how, or I don't know how we got connected, but we FaceTimed and the guys were in the background. I t- connected my phone to the mixer, and we chatted for like an hour. But I don't have a recording of it, and I wish I did so badly. But Man, it was wild. it was so much fun. I remember it like <laughs> it was yesterday. Yeah, I had crazy. your number in my phone, and I texted like a month, a couple months ago. But I don't know if it was still your number, or maybe if you still have it, it could have been. Maybe I was it up. Might be different by now. I'm not sure. So, but I never got a response. Or, or I, he was like. Who, who's this? That's, I that's exactly <laughs> who's, what I would have said. Who's this crazy guy? But yeah, good stuff. Yeah, that was before later. my time. Yeah. And yeah, you must have joined the band just after that, I yeah, guess. Yeah, 2013. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we had Jason in the band back then. It was just the three of us, uh, Steve and I and Jason. And um, Jason moved to Nashville to pursue some stuff. Um, and we picked up another guy, and we were just another three-piece for a little while, acoustic kind of trio. And then... Uh, we found Joe at a bar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The I was underage. You're drinking Ooh. at the bar. No, <laughs> I went in to find them, actually, because I heard that they needed a drummer. And I was like 19 or just turned 20 or something. And yeah. Clean cut, in, no clean beard. Cut. Yeah, no weird. beard. Wow. Slick bag, hair, leather jacket. It looked like a greaser. Smoking yeah. Marlboro Reds. Heck yeah. yeah. Why not? Looking, well, the band has changed you. Oh, man. Yeah, now I'm a... Dirty long hair. <laughs> or maybe his, his wife could have changed him, too. I, That's true. You did say you recently got married, Yeah, right? just got married. Like, October 15th. Yeah, like, oh, on my birthday. Hey. Booyah. Very cool. Anniversary Congrats. birthday. I love it. <laughs> and it was your birthday this week, too, right? Yep. I just turned 30. Wow. Dang. Yeah. You're getting you know, all kinds of things going are. on. I just turned 41, though. Hey. 
That's kind of a bummer. But you look great. Nah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It's just a number. I don't, I don't feel... I honestly... do. Like you, When I was younger, I'm like 40. My parents had this oh, these over-the-hill parties when they each turned 40. Black balloons over the hill. Oh, like, yeah. So I always thought 40 was old as balls, you know? Yeah. I'm getting there. I'm like, I feel, I still feel like I'm 25. Yeah. I mean, like, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Me too. Hangovers are a little bit worse, but. You know. Fair enough. <laughs> you just got to be more it. careful. You got to yeah. just be, you got to plan yeah. it Remember out. Remember to have some water here, there. Yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but you, but you now have a fourth member of your band. So you, how did that transition come from three to four? Yeah, so, um. You know, we picked up Joe. We had another guy in the band, um, Rob, and he was a guitar player, singer as well. And, um, you know, those things go with bands that just didn't quite work out. And uh, we ended up just uh, being me, Steve, and Joe for a little while. And um, we kind of just put it out on the uh, on the interwebs, on Facebook, that we were looking for a fourth member because we tried for a little bit as the three-piece thing, and it just wasn't wasn't clicking for I us. I can't sing harmonies. Yeah, yeah, and that's what, you know, harmonies have always been a really big part of our sound. Um, and Neil contacted us. He's our uh, fourth member guitar player. He's been with us about seven years now, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he came to the practice space and had already learned, like, every song that we sent him wow. and just nailed it. I was Ooh. like, all right, sweet. And the only thing was he didn't sing. You're like, well... You want to be in this band? You got it better learn to sing. He started he singing. Stepped oh, right he up, kills man, those and, harmonies now. I know, like that. Yeah, cool. it was a little rough in the beginning. For I mean, obviously he just didn't sing at all, and um, now he's super solid, man, laying down those harmonies. Yeah, so. He takes the lead on That's a couple awesome. of covers that we do and yeah. stuff too, yeah. and mixing yeah. it up a little bit. And it's but, nice for me to have a break sometimes. Yeah, uh, every ten songs or so, if somebody yeah. else could sing I one. Bet. It's awesome. I do like that. Like, hey, if you want to be in the band, you got to sing. Yeah. Man. you can't just be. Yeah. you got to do more than just yeah. your instrument uh, or really, instruments. Really glad you guys didn't do that to me when you know Rob left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we were close. Yeah, well. Hey. Now we're jamming with the keyboard player too a little bit and trying some things out Ooh. and a mandolin player as well. Oh, so, mandolin, I love yeah, that. Yeah, because you know we have that Americana bluegrass sound for some for of sure. our stuff. We had a cello player on a tune as well. Yeah, on Vega choir. Yeah. yeah. Choir, well, I was one cello. on on uh, uh, Robin Redbreast. That's that, the yeah, one we're talking about. So yeah. that's so. That song popped out to me as I was listening, you know, as I listened to your music. Such a great closing track for for one, right? Thanks. But yeah. I was trying to pick. I was like, is that a violin or cello? I couldn't really quite place it. I'm like, I wonder if they do that live. Do they have something that plays it, or did they just kind of pop it into the song because it sounded good? Yeah, we were just, um, you know, when we first kind of started kicking off, we wanted to do everything as we played it live when we recorded. You know, that was kind of the thing Makes we sense. wanted to stick to. And then we kind of, you know, started to realize some of the bands that we really look up to, Zeppelin and those guys, you know. Jimmy Page lays 16 guitar tracks on every song, you know, and then they yeah. do it live and it's still just as cool in its own yeah, way. So, just different. We decided to branch out a little bit and we had won the Michigan State Fair uh, competition for, um, you know, it was like a band contest and uh, it was their choir, the Michigan State Fair choir that they had come in for Robin Redbreast and then we had a buddy who played cello and oh, thought awesome. one other Jason instrument. Sharp like, now. Yeah, Jason. Out of um, Detroit. Awesome. Yeah. yeah but that cool. song has, that song was on the first album. And was like all acoustic, and then it was on Vagabundos, and we had the choir, and we had Jason Charbonneau do cello, and now we're playing it out live, and we do like a full-on rock and roll ending. So oh. there's it yeah, has you guys probably evolved it really a lot. Oh, I yeah. Dude. yeah, it's very different. There's a huge guitar solo at the end. We build it way up, and uh, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <basically> <laughs> I'm excited because I will. I mean, I at my heart. 
hard rock is my default, yeah. right? And over, I obviously like a lot of slower songs and stuff. And that song, I just thought was so beautiful, so cool, such an awesome song. Thanks, man. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping they get to play that. And yeah. now the fact that it's a little bit different, that even makes oh, yeah. it more we're exciting. Yeah. We're actually talking about recording it again for yeah. our next so album, just kind of keep it going, you know? Well, even yeah. when I walked into the studio when we did the first album, and I'd never heard it before, and they're like, we want to put this song on the album. I was like, what's the song? And Caleb was like, it's a song I wrote about my grandmother. And he played it for me. And I was like, you, right. you go ahead and put it on the album, <laughs> yeah. man. I don't care. <laughs> it's a good freaking song, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my favorites, for sure. Has a has a deep meaning for me. So. Cool. Yeah. And I imagine, Caleb, you've written from history, you've written a lot of the songs. Yeah, um, that have gone over the. Are you still the main songwriter? Do you guys all kind of collaborate? Is it more? Yeah, of a, for the most, it's it's a, it's about fifty fifty yeah. now. Um, used, ne- it probably used to be quite a bit more. You, yeah, that. that's kind of how it how it's changed. But having Neil enter into the band definitely changed the dynamic just a little bit because he's like the riff master, mm-hmm. and you know he comes, he'll come in and say, "Check this out," you know. And one of my favorite things, I love writing my own songs, but uh, admittedly, I'm not like the greatest guitar player out there, you know, but. He's like a, a level above, and I just love writing lyrics to other people's. You know, that's it. It just clicks a lot faster for yeah. some reason when I don't have to do both. So yeah, I hear yeah. you. Yeah. Sorry, cool. Jeff. We're just hogging the entire conversation. <laughs> what do you mean? This is, this is, this I thought you went it? to the bathroom or something. <laughs> I stepped out for a minute. Thanks for covering. <laughs> I'll be quiet. <laughs> Sounds like I don't know when did you guys actually form as a band because your looks like your first album was in two thousand fourteen. Yeah, so I think or was we, there something before that. We started playing with um, Jason. I can't remember when uh, the first album. What was, was that released. other album even called? Was it just Gasoline Gypsy? Yeah, the self. You don't even know. Self titled. Yeah. You don't even remember. Yeah, the 2014. Yeah, that was the. No, the there's one before there that. One before that was that. just the three yeah. of them before oh. me. It might have been called North. I don't remember. Was it North? <laughs> It's really bad. Um, <laughs> well, if you, I mean, if you don't have it, if, is it on streaming platforms no, at all? Then it's that would just be a reason why maybe you don't think of it as yeah, much. Yeah, it's um, not exactly exactly up to par compared to what we do anymore yeah. musically. But um, you know, it was our first dab. It was our first album. It was it was when we were a three piece. And yeah, okay. that would have been before that because we started the band and mm-hmm. I think we started playing together in two thousand nine. Or so, wow. maybe 2010 at the latest for sure. Because I graduated in 08 and I was um, 19 when we started the Gypsies, so it would have been like 2010. And when I talked to you guys way back then, it was a fair at, in Port Huron and yep. this like yep. outdoor thing here, and you, it sounded like you were just getting kind of into playing stuff. Yeah, we were figuring out. Honestly, that was um, that was some of the best times in our musical career because. Our buddy Jason was just like he's 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 still like one of my very best friends and uh, he's just a wild man and he was the <laughs> one who would drive. If you weren't gonna say it, I was gonna. Yeah, he's he, kind of wild. He's get he had the van. He bought a van, you know, saved up all this money and bought this beater van, and we just drove all over Michigan playing gigs yeah. and just having crazy, crazy wild times. And that was uh, that was the beginning of the band and kind of you know, with me and Steve at least instilled the love of the road and you know yeah. going out and touring and playing gigs awesome. and stuff. So. Yeah. So how's that changed now from how you guys get out and play? Um, it's a little bit different for sure. Not quite as much crazy partying as we <laughs> used to do. We take it a little more seriously. You know, it's the natural progression of a yeah, band. You know, right. if you decide this is what you want to do for a career, you start to realize that you can't uh, 
not practice and right. get wasted every night. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't work <laughs> if you want to do it for your living. So we still had some crazy times. No, we did. Don't give me. Don't let me. Uh, don't let me downplay it. But uh, <laughs> now it's more. Um, you know, when you're playing, we didn't play so many shows in a row before. You know, things like that. When you get to the fourth or fifth show, you don't really want to go back to somebody's house at one a.m. and yeah. party. You're kind of right. like ready to <laughs> get back and mm-hmm. crash at the hotel or whatever. You know, for right. sure. Yeah. yeah. So that mo- that mobile game you guys got. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. The video game, man. It's pretty sweet, right? Have you Whose tried it out as well? I downloaded it. I've been, I played it this week <laughs> yeah. a little bit. It's, you got all I love the levels, the though? I have not. I, my video game skills have obviously <laughs> yeah. decreased dramatically yeah, over right. in the last 20 years. But I love how the music's in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's cool. pretty cool, that's right? Really yeah, the 8-bit version. Yeah, we sent them. Um, Neil is kind of the, the guy who takes care of... That sort, I, I don't know, that sort of thing with the band. He found somebody on um, Fiverr who did that sort of thing. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. the guy, you know, everyone's, it's kind of like a shot in the dark with Fiverr. Sometimes yeah. you get something great. Sometimes yep. it's like, you know, and it's, it was only 20 bucks anyway, you know, type thing. But uh, no, that was, I, I was think gonna it was say um, no freaking way. No, no, no. <laughs> Are you kidding? There's no, no way that you no. paid someone $20. That wasn't $20. Make, no, 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 now no. you want to make a video game. I'll make 100 video games tomorrow. Well, the game was your idea. Yeah, so originally. it was kind of a COVID project idea, oh, honestly. That makes we sense. We were, you know, like literally just dying for anything to do and to just keep ourselves going because. I mean, I'm sure as you saw, a lot of bands just lost it during yeah. COVID, and you know, the th- the herd was definitely thin during that time. But my buddy plays. Uh, he he rather um, got into video game design. He was like my best friend when we were really young, you know, uh, elementary school, middle school. And I went to the music thing, and his big passion was video games. And he went to college for it. And I just hit him up. Was like, hey, what do you think about making like just like a little short game, you know, yeah. and. Uh, Two years later, we have a full fledged video game. It's like, like 14 levels. Yeah, and you can get all sorts of hidden stuff. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. and it's like legit. Like, oh, it's a real game, it, man. It mm. plays well. It looks <laughs> yeah. fantastic. The sound is great. Like, yep. yeah. You're like, this. a band through this had this yep. made for what? Like, who doesn't even care what? Better. Why? Yep. It's great. It's just another platformer yep. game to dink around. Yeah, it's Kelly great. McGeary, Kelsoft is the name of his company. And okay. that was, um, he's made a couple games before, that, but this was his first, like, full project that he really wow. dedicated himself to and we got the music made and sent it over to him and uh yeah it's been pretty wild it started as a little goofy pipe dream idea that turned yeah. into a he worked on that almost every day for two years wow i was gonna yeah. say it looks yeah. just yeah, so I mean, polished he, like man mm. <laughs> he put in the work man high five yeah. now you guys are little cartoon or uh, video game characters i know I it's know. really wild man <laughs> hearing our music like that and like who would think he'd be in a I video game? I got some of that merch out in the car if you guys want a poster or something, too. What's that? Uh, some of the video game merch. Oh, And we got yeah. posters made and stuff. I saw on your site you have, like, video game shirts and mm, posters. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. please and thank you. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny, sure. if you build up enough uh, energy or power or whatever, and you start to sparkle in the game, and then you can swipe down, and our manager, Jack, comes down and claps... Or, you know, snaps just his snaps his fingers and kills all your enemies around. Yeah, you. he flies down in a row. Wow, he holds like a, a lot of power. <laughs> yeah, the manager, the manager <laughs> power. So if you're playing the game, you see yourself start sparkling. There's a little button in the upper left corner you could hit. And Good to know. Down and I got the snaps we, got the, we got the inside tips. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna buy well, it tonight. I, now, I just watched. Now I know you can it. get fans because you get a fan up front if you want it. But do, does the fans eventually build up and you get like a big, big following? Or is it just oh. one thing? In the game, you mean? Yeah, that yeah. should be an update, though. That's a cool idea. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you mean the guy who like runs around and plays with you? Is that what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It says right in front, yep. it says it's your fan. Yep. 
And uh, but yeah, if you like go to each level, maybe you add fans because you're just we getting should. more, yeah, more right popular. I know you can get upwards of two. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a good idea. And you can play multiplayer if you have the like. You can get oh, controllers really? that hook up Bluetooth to it. Oh, sweet. And it's kind of like I don't know. You remember Sonic? How Tail, yeah, yeah. how Tails was like. He could die, but would always pop. It's the same concept. Yeah. You can get cool. a little okay. two of those to play. Ooh, we'll have to do that, Jeff. And then at your fan base, you call it the Vagabundos. Right? Vagabundos, yeah. yeah. So where'd that yeah. come from? How'd that come about? Like, it's mean, your fan group, It sounds right? like Vagabond. I really so, yeah, don't know. Yeah, like, that's part of that's it. That's kind of where it came from. So, um... We knew we were going to name the album that. And yeah. then... It was, a. Uh, oh, so did the album name come first before the fan club It was. Name, it was or? kind of at the same time. It was a friend okay. of ours named, uh, Maria Petrinko. She's from, um... She's from Russia, and she was, uh... She actually did the design, uh, the graphic design, our, um... Our logo that's on the Vagabundos album, and she put together the, um the photo photo shoot okay. for that as well and um in russia you know the the gypsy thing is like uh it's a it's a bigger part of the culture than it is here they have you know legitimate gypsies over there and mm-hmm. um it was kind of her influence a little bit that came, brought us to that name oh really mm-hmm. yep and so we decided to name the album that and we're like man that's a really cool sounding thing you know and it, the description of the vagabundos fit so yeah yeah that's neat so for the band name how the gasoline gypsies come up? I mean, we're, you know, I was curious about band names. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. Just like, oh, we just thought of this one day, but some people have a really good, you know, background. And I'm sure I asked this question ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, probably. Um, I'll try to make a long story short. So Jason, our original drummer, he was in a band. We we had the we me and Steve were in a band called the Stoned and Lonely Riders. Stoned. Yeah, yeah. That was the original. That was the very first and. um we were rivals with Jason and his band in high Whoa. school. Yeah, they were Rule of Thumb was their band name. Ooh. Yep. Rule of Thumb. Yep. Interesting. And uh, rot. Yeah, we had a we had a bit of a rival. <laughs> Never thought rot, of right. Rot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had a bit of a rivalry going. We had a big battle of the bands at the high school, and they beat us just by a hair, you know. And yeah. anyways, um, their band broke up. SLR broke up, and uh, we became fast friends after that. So kind of started hanging out and. Um, the gas gasoline gypsy was a was a line in one of their songs, and it Ooh. was like a three chord song. It was one of the first things we all jammed together. Okay, and it just kind of stuck at that point. We actually had a song called Gasoline Gypsy. Um, we very first started probably in two thousand ten or so. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Isn't there a cracker album called Kerosene Hat? Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is there that? Yeah. That, yes. that and that was in the nineties. That reminded me of it. And I was a band in high school called Cerebrum Hat. For some, the guy <laughs> I was just I was I played bass. That, that's not my original bass, but yeah. I played bass back in high school in that band, and he got the name from Kerosene Hat right from on. the Cracker. Nice. But it just kind of off that the, yep. the name just kind of flowed and sounded yep. similar to what I was used to. Too. Yep, it's cool. Oh, show. Yeah, that's where it came from. <laughs> and, and Joe, are you from Port Huron as well? Caleb, you're from Port Huron, right? Yep. Yeah, I grew up in Marysville. So okay, just... I was born in Port Huron. Okay, so I we, that was another thing that I, was interesting that we kind of had in common. Yeah. It's like you don't hear much. I mean, Port Huron is Port Huron, right? Yeah. Just the fact that I was like, oh, you guys are from Port Huron too. I've yeah. never met anyone that's also <laughs> yeah, from Port right Huron. Yeah. Marysville. I think we lived right outside at one point, right outside Marysville. So yeah, that's mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. I'm familiar with that side of the state. I live down closer to the city now in Detroit, which is a lot funner because you can just walk down the street and go see a show or yeah, something. Right. And so, right. Yeah. yeah, when you live out in the suburbs like me, you got to drive 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but, eh, that's life. 
See, I'm a country guy. I'd rather move further into the yeah. sticks. I would I have much rather yeah. been for even further yeah. out. We got where we are because my wife wanted to stay closer. Yeah, but yeah, 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 I feel you. Yep, yep. So how's that work with you guys? Are you guys somewhat dispersed? I mean, obviously you're all on that bit. side of the state, but yeah. just yeah. come together There's a general location at our practice spouers at Richmond. Yeah, Okay. And Richmond, Memphis area, yeah. right around yeah. there. Um, it's about 50 minutes for me and Neil and... Half hour, yeah. forty minutes for you, and yeah. it's at Steve's house, so he doesn't have to go anywhere. Oh, lucky! Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we got lucky with the practice space. Really, is uh, uh, on Steve's property, his mom's property, and they had this old llama barn that she hmm. wanted to fix up. And she was like, "If you guys fix it up, then you can use it as a practice spot." And we did all the drywall and everything, and Steve yeah. did most of it, and yeah. framed it all out yeah. and. Built us a, a practice space. Did she kick the llamas out of it? No. So <laughs> oh, it the was, llamas are still in it. No, 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 no. Uh, was, there was a big sign in the back we found that said no spitting. So if Llama <laughs> yep. Barn Studios was born, we put that big sign up. That's, that's, awesome. that's the slogan for Llama Barn <laughs> that's Studios. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we got lucky with that one. Yeah, it's pretty cool. His that's mom awesome. cooks us dinner like twice a week Aww. when we practice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's nice. awesome. Mm-hmm. Cool. Super cool. Well, something I had on my mind... So 2000, well, I guess your last studio album was 2018, but you've had a live album since then, mm-hmm. in 2021, yep. which is cool. I was impressed with how well these songs sounded live that you got recorded for this album. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. I, don't, I can't even think of another live album that sounds that good. Like, you start listening to it, you're like, oh, it's, these are songs are live. Yeah. Right My on. gosh. So that's an accomplishment in itself. Um, you guys have plans for another studio album? It's, it sounds oh, yeah. like... You, yeah, kind of oh, alluding to that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we're working on right now. Um, the plan is to go down, hopefully within the next couple months, to Blackbird Studios in Nashville. Oh, okay, uh, yep. we've heard of that one. Yep. So we went and met with a a producer down there and um, started picking his brain a little bit, and we're really hoping to to work with him. We're just kind of coming up with the fundage. It's a lot different than recording and working yeah, around. I can only <laughs> you imagine. Know, so. yeah. You can ask Patty for some help. She just, yeah. Does she. Just down there down now, there. right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I think we interviewed her like right as she was yeah, beginning she to move a down. couple months, yeah. Or something like that. Yep. Yeah. yep. So we're excited about that. It's one of the top studios literally in the world. So That's exciting. It's pretty cool, man. That's yeah, bad. we walked so in there and it was uh something else, man. Like, this <laughs> is a whole different thing. Ball game, yeah. yeah. Yep. And he's like, This is where they recorded Sex is on Fire, like right here. Wow. Like, oh my god. Big beautiful room with thirty foot ceilings and reverb chambers that are just like it's it's crazy oh it's a whole different thing man so if i ever go to nashville i don't know if you can just like go check out blackbird studios but yeah, at least I'm walk sure. by it or something yeah yeah that's cool man look in the windows yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i'm sure they don't just let anybody <laughs> hey guys what are you doing in here yep. oh you recording yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah what's the process of picking out the producer and all that how's that been um so we had a a, a guy that was kind of helping us out um meet with some people and do some cool things and uh, kind of helping us take us take us to the next level. Unfortunately, right in the middle of him helping us, he unexpectedly passed away. So it oh was kind gosh. of, a, it was a tough hit because he became a good friend on top, yeah. you know, and on top of that, he was the first person who was wow. like really in our corner, who was, you know, pretty up mm-hmm. there in the business. But we did hold on to a couple of those connections and a few of them kind of, I don't want to say fell through, but just didn't pan out. And, um, this one was was a big one. This producer works with some really high end clientele and stuff like that. So um, that's how we got introduced. He he actually came to a show, drove down from Nashville to Indiana to watch us and uh, 
told us he was interested at that. Oh, I was so nervous. Oh my god! I bet. Oh, I, bet. I would have yeah. been. Yeah. Or something else. He's clocking our tempos, and I'm yeah. the drummer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <my> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool, man. We're mm-hmm. excited because that's definitely uh, next level stuff. So. Oh, that's yeah. great to hear. Because I mean, yeah. I'll be honest. Um, I don't know if I found you guys first or my brother, but when we discovered, we talked about. It, it was like, how are these guys like not? make you know to this yeah. next level because your sound is i think is awesome it's, thank you it is it's solid and it's uh, you know there's a lot of that southern rock to it but then there's there's some different mixes of some different sounds and yep. um just just love it but um so that's great to hear i'm glad you guys are yeah man we're working on it the industry has certainly changed over the past yeah. 10 15 20 years or whatever you right. know and that's what we're kind of working on is understanding how it works compared to what it, what it used to be you know before you just go on the road and build a fan fan base mm-hmm. that way and now it's literally smarter to stay home and create content yep. for social media and build your fan base that way and then once you hit the right numbers people start just reaching out and it kind of takes care of itself i can't think that. of another band that's got a, a game that you can get on your iphone right? <laughs> yeah, i mean right. i'm sure there are but i can't even think of one they're few and far between man right? it's for sure but yep. you, I mean, you guys are posting all the time, at least on your Facebook page, yep. and, and keeping mm-hmm. that up to date. Yeah, so we've started important. to see some really uh, exponential growth as far as the Facebook stuff goes. It's because we've been really busting our butts uh, working on that. And I mean, it's just you know, we didn't get into music to sit there in front of iPhones and make videos. Right. Yeah. But yeah. that's what you got to do right now. And um, we started to take it seriously. I think only like three months ago, like really hit the social media hard, and it's really growing big wow. time right mm-hmm. now so. and joe you have a a, a a what was the it's a little minute oh piece the, of, yeah yeah and that's that is that is that from the website or where do you listen to your or explain what it is first um mikowski's minute that's i it. just talk about all the vinyl records i have and try to do some history on it and everything and i'll have friends guests on and stuff like that and you know me and gonzo our buddy gonzo sat and talked for almost 20 minutes and he was telling me about the 80s and carrying his boombox around and all kinds of stuff but yeah that uh that's just on facebook and uh i'm upload as i do put them on facebook i op- upload them to our youtube channel and stuff and that started because i have like 200 records and i listen to the same five every weekend when i get drunk <laughs> and i was like i don't even know what any of these are like i got a lot from friends or from families some from my grandpa's collection when he mm-hmm. passed away so i just started all right first one a what is it let's talk about it you know it's al hurt from new orleans jazz trumpet player and so i started talking about al hurt and stuff like that and just learning stuff is i've got i like it because i listen to stuff that i never heard before you yeah. know and that's cool. Well, I have some vinyl around here hanging up, but if you notice, most of them are still sealed into plastic. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm more of a collector. I would like I like to display my yeah. musical stuff. I don't have a turntable or anything. I we uh, actually our last podcast was with a guy that owns the corner record shop in uh, Granville, over you know a couple miles away. It's a very it's a huge record cool. store. They have cool. they sell everything: turntables, speakers, vinyl. Eight tracks, CDs, shirts. Mm-hmm. They have a little stage in the back that bands have played on before. It's a very cool place, and they were just changing their location and moving. We had the owner on, and we were talking about vinyl. That was basically the entirety of the show. But I just, I always loved vinyl. But for me, it was like a bigger way to display the albums that I liked. Right. But now I'm going to crack these suckers open. I'm, yep. He's helping me pick out, a, you know, speakers and a, a player, something that'll fit my. 
you know, budget and style and how quality it is and all that kind of stuff. So I'm slowly getting on the vinyl train. But I cool. do, cool. I love just showing off that, yeah. like what I like, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's Wear my heart on my sleeve kind of yeah. stuff. That's half the point of getting vinyls, right? right. Just like that big, you know, yeah. it's a piece of art. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's how I feel. Yeah. I got a couple of rare ones that uh, you know, my wife got me for my birthday and stuff like that. And and she's like, you know, it's the end of the night. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm going to listen to this. She's like, that was a $100 record. Like, no one's opened it for 40 years. <laughs> don't touch it. I'm going to listen to it. I don't know what you're talking about. Give me a beer. Let's put well, this on. That was the funny thing about our interview is, is the owner of the corner record shop is like, you should be playing them. Like, yeah. don't leave them. That's in what the his sleeve. big yeah. thing was. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. So, Why not? It's like you buy a shirt. We've talked about this before. Like, you get you get a T-shirt from a concert. Like, you could just hold on to it and be like, "This is cool." Right. Well, why don't you wear it? Like, that's the whole purpose yep. of it. Right. Yep. Get it out. Yep. I've never thrown away. I've been collecting band T-shirts since I was in seventh grade. I have a at 50 60 shirts rotate them in and out on my drawers and into my basement i'll never my wife actually some that got so old she surprised me and ripped up a few and made this quilt blanket out of it oh it's so badass it's so cool but i I could never get rid of unless they got torn and ripped apart you know because of a mosh pit or something yeah yeah. we went and saw 311 in royal oak when i was probably at that show i put on (laughs) i've seen in royal oak more than a couple times i put on my 311 shirt and it's just it's from like you know, 2010. Yeah. And holes everywhere yep. in it. And she's like, Are you wearing that to the concert? Like, <laughs> like hell yeah. yeah. This is the first shirt that I got in my first 311 you know show. Like, yeah. You know it, man. Let's go. That's awesome. Are you guys uh, thinking about doing vinyl with any of your new album or anything? That is a plan. We actually talked about doing it with that live album. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But it was. Um, Especially then, it's changed a little bit now. It's gotten a little bit better, but it was like a two-year wait to get vinyl. Oh, yeah. That's what I've been hearing. It, it yeah. is especially during the pandemic, slow. Well, that was the thing because of COVID. It was yeah. Yep. It was yep. The funds weren't there, and it was like, all right, we'll get this in two and a half years, and by that time, we're gonna have another album out yeah. anyway, at least yeah, one. So. so, so were some of the singles that you guys have released in the last year? Is that are those some of the ones that are foundation for the album, or is this just potential maybe uh we might re-record a few of those that we've put out um a few that were on the live album for sure that we haven't put out at all but um i mean it's gonna be man we have 15 songs that we haven't we recorded or something nice. yeah. and we got That's... a couple more singles and music videos coming out yeah oh, really yeah so. we uh re-recorded under the weather which was um, that's another one of my probably top yeah. three favorite songs but you guys yeah yep yeah. so we we've done a whole new version of that totally reworked cool. it and uh We'll be playing that tonight oh, yeah. as well. Um, yeah. And that was pretty cool. We did a live music video up in uh, Elk Rapids. Mm-hmm. It's okay. a beautiful area up there. And we played yeah. like right on the harbor. And it's like sunset going on behind us. Oh. It's super cool. So we'll have a video release of that. And then another tune called The Way It Goes. Okay. That we haven't quite released yet. It's about life on the road. And we did a full-length music video to that one Ooh. just recently. So Sweet. We got some new stuff coming out in, uh, well, we're waiting to produce this full-length album. Yeah. Very cool. That's all. That's great. Um, Talk about touring. Now you do a lot in Michigan, right? Yep. How you talked about Indiana? You guys went down there, and you got um, the producer saw you guys there. How was how your typical touring go? How far do you guys expand to? It looks like you have a connection to Carolinas. Oh yeah, so. yeah. So North Carolina, we started to get a lot of um, airplay thanks to our um, publicist Nancy Fairs. Um, she's really connected with the radio scene and uh, a station down there called That Station really took a liking to us. 95.7. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Great, great station. 
And, around uh, here, that's a, a light, light rock station. Oh, oh around it? here yeah, in yeah, West yeah, Michigan. Yeah. yeah. Um, that is awesome, man. And they yeah. took a huge liking to us and uh, started playing us like crazy. We, we even, were on their app first. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, maybe got to the point where some people were covering our songs and sending wow. videos of that Whoa, to us. Yeah, that's so, got to so, feel cool. That was pretty cool. We were Dude. on the app and we were like the most liked song for like two months straight. Wow. Yep. And then they started putting us in regular play on the radio. Oh, and yep. last time we went down there, uh, the guy from the radio station was like, I've had people calling in requesting you guys now. So that's yeah, awesome. We went down yeah. there for the first time and sold out two shows, never Whoa. even being in the state with like, like 300, 300, yeah, 300 yeah. people each. That's got to yeah. feel It was awesome. cool. That was the first was taste. College students singing our songs around yeah. stage. You turned around to me during a, a guitar solo and was like, what's going on? I was <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah, was that, really was, cool. that was our first taste of like what it would, you know, really be like to go on tour and, you know, yeah. and sell out. And what stuff a confidence like that, so. booster too. Yeah, that was uh, something else. And that, man, we were just peeking and that was yeah. directly before you know we the went, world shut down we i don't like to there, use that we word we played but. those two shows in february and we were <laughs> driving back and we heard something on the news about some kind of thing and we got home and they were like nope lockdown dude we were like peeking yeah wow. but anyway you know that stuff yeah. happens but, I'm, I'm glad we made it through so that's, that's cool though i mean the radio stations nowadays i feel like i mean that's pretty unique that they're gonna yeah, start playing a lot yeah. of even even not even non-local. Yep. It's some, from some different state. You guys haven't play give airplay everywhere, not everywhere. So it's like that, that's awesome. Yeah. That they no, it was super cool, man. And we did that. We um, were able to go down to Oklahoma for a festival, which was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we went and played uh, a showcase, two showcases at South by Southwest last year. Ooh, wow, nice. that's yep. got to be. Yep, that probably was really some cool. new audiences there yep. for sure. And we'll be hitting Florida in March. So. Okay. We've started to do a pretty good dip around the country. Yeah. Um, but like I said, we're really, um, it kind of hurts us to do it, but we're really going to focus on building that fan base virtually mm-hmm. online yeah. because, you know, once you get to 100,000 followers or so, you can really start to mm-hmm. throw your weight around a little bit. Cool. And, you know. and from what I understand, like, it's probably even more so than it was 10, 15 years ago. So you're talking about touring. How much do you get? I mean, you get you can build a fan base, but there's a lot of cost. And- That's the thing. It's the cost. When you start thinking about this as a business, like we kind of talked about before, you start it gets to a point where you really have to if this is what mm-hmm. you want to do um, to make your living, and you got to start thinking about the numbers a little bit, and to, you know, go yeah. on a tour like that, and you might pick up. You know, North Carolina was a little bit different because we already had a fan base there, but right. you know, you go to a place where you're not so well known, you might pick up 20, 30, 50 new fans. Which you could do in a week at home if you put out the right video. Yeah, that's right. just what it is, man. That's True. I think our manager Jack said he's like, you know, back in the seventies, you used to tour to sell records. Yeah. And nowadays, you sell records so you can go on tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that's it's totally yeah. flopped, but it's just the game yeah. you got to play sometimes. Yeah, that's yeah. where you make your money if you're touring, 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 selling merch, doing that because yeah. you have the base to support it. That's mm-hmm. how you can make your money. That's yeah, yeah, we've heard that before. Yeah, and it's not like you know, not like we're getting any younger or anything. Yeah. We got to start thinking about that. As yeah, uh, if it's you, not that you can't do it when you're a little bit older, but you know, time is of the essence right now. Yeah, and you kind of hit that point where you get serious. Like you had to have hit that point where you're like, yeah. okay, guys, are we all serious here? We, yeah, we want to. Keep going because if we're going to keep going, we're going to go to the next level. We're yeah, gonna, are we all on the same page? I, I'm, I'm sure you had that conversation and all that. Oh kind of yeah, stuff. and that's, that's what. That's what's great about this group. Yep, yeah, we're pretty uh, good and, at communicating and figuring stuff out. And, awesome. and trying to figure out what the best move is, you know. And you know, we're getting older, and 
being home and spending time with family and wives now and girlfriends and you know things Talking like about that. Me. Are... I'm married. <laughs> <laughs> it's important, man. And if we can squeeze it in, well, we can before it's like serious go on the road time. You know, right, right. might as well get it in. When we can. Although the the wives and the girlfriends enjoy it too. It's like, yeah. hey, hun, we're going down no, to Texas great. for a week. She's like, oh, really? Maybe we'll get a plane and uh, what we'll take plane? I'm gonna go shopping. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay, That's awesome. It's you cool, do you. Man. We all have. Uh, Super great significant others that are oh, really behind it and makes it you know, so much oh, better, man. easier. Yeah, because I feel like we've all been on the other side of that coin once mm. or twice, and it's not easy when you're Bar. trying to yeah. deal with that. You know, yeah. It, sure. Jeff, before you guys got here, Jeff, we were being Jeff were talking, and he mentioned something about the Carolinas that you had a fan base down there, or you had some stuff relating to the Carolinas. Yeah, they were just talking about how they had a connection down there with the radio show. Yeah. Oh, and maybe that's what I... Maybe I glossed blank, over that's what it was. <laughs> I knew you were talking about it. I think no. you blacked out. I didn't hear the word. It was... You're Carolinas. not driving tonight. That's no. Yeah, no, I, I'm not driving. That's when you were texting driving. your kids. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And they're still loud as crap. Are you kidding me? Do I, like, do I have to go up there with some boxing gloves? Goodness gracious. Oh, yeah, whatever. But hey, we haven't, got, we haven't gotten that serious yet with the podcast, so <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like it's, eh, it's okay. <laughs> But we love doing this podcast. So no, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't think it's cool going to stop setup. anytime soon. Yeah, uh, I just got to put a plug. You got you, if you can ever get down to Cincinnati, my brother would appreciate it. So that's all I got to say. Right on. Yeah, actually, I think Ohio is our second, second or third biggest following. And we okay. don't play there like really. So and that's um, you know, that's the other aspect with the social media stuff. You can really start to target where you want to go mm-hmm. and promote. You know, in those where areas. Where was a bit that more. church in that cornfield? Was that in Ohio? I think so. Or it might have been Illinois. It was one of the two. I thought it was Ohio. You we played at a church? This yeah. old abandoned church in the middle of nowhere with no neighbors or nothing around it. And we Super pulled cool. up and we were like, oh my God, what, what do we got ourselves into? The scene know? from Children in the Corner. Oh, yeah. Dude, and then we walk in, they got this <laughs> huge, awesome stage. These people are food prepping like Taco Bar and stuff and beers for us and it was the nicest people, one of the coolest spots. There's yep. like probably like a hundred people in that old abandoned church, just drinking, having a good time. You say abandoned, like it was falling. It wasn't abandoned. So there's people there, so no, it wasn't abandoned. Somebody turned it into a music venue. <laughs> this old abandoned church. You just drove by and decided to do a show in there. Where are some of the places that you like to play? Uh, we actually really love it over here on the west side, and as, as far as Michigan goes, you yeah. know, this is a pretty good spot to be. We, so we hit this side and go up to Traverse, which is nice. Um, we just booked a New Year's show at um, Gypsy Vodka High Five Spirits up there in Petoskey. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, they just started, a, it's called Gypsy Farms. It's like a huge venue that they they really took off. and Fits well. Yeah, bought a huge piece of property, and Ooh. we're going to be doing their New Year's show there. So that's always fun going up there. And, Ooh. I got no plans for New Year's. Yeah. <laughs> Come on up, man. Um, Tusky's awesome. North Carolina, Indiana, those are um, the two other ones that are really uh, some of our favorite places to go. Very Over cool. here, was it uh, Old Dog Tavern in Kazoo? Oh, yeah. I yeah. think yeah. that was always a fun Patty spot. Patty Prashel was playing there oh, yeah. in a couple weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a great spot. And uh, Oda Supply over in Ferndale. Ferndale. That's a really okay. great, just a more little, local just, I don't know that one. Like Interesting. Twenty okay. minutes out north of Detroit. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's down the road from my house, nine miles. So if you guys ever come, oh. need a place to crash. Fair, Fair enough. <laughs> we yeah. went and saw In the Valley Below on the, in at Royal Oak and got Royal a, Oak Music Theater. Yeah. Oh, cool. We, we tried to get a air. We tried to get an Airbnb because it looked like it was cheaper and it was the most sketch thing ever. And I canceled that. 
just to go to some the most sketchy Red Ruffin <laughs> hotel ever. I feel like someone was being evicted that was living there while we were trying to get yes. into our room. But you know what? We have a story to tell. Yeah. So sometimes you stay at the best places. It's not as exciting. You survived, right? And now yeah. there's a story. Exactly. We've got some hotel stories. But we would love to stay with somebody. <laughs> yeah, they got the pool table, the bar in the basement. Ooh, cool. hey. you got it all set up. Yeah, man. Heck yeah. <laughs> But you don't got three kids running around like me, so how much fun could it really be? Oh, yeah, I mean, if the band's over, then yeah. Oh, fair enough. You know, <laughs> just, as, just as well. Right? But yeah, Otis Supply over there. Yeah, that's uh, a great. We oh, got a, a show coming up at PJ's Logger House with, uh, what's, what's the name of that band? Uh, the Night Spins. The Night Spins. Ooh, yeah. the Night Spins. The, they were runners up on the No Cover show. Yep, with our friends the Native Howl that mm-hmm. won that competition. Yeah. Awesome, so, cool. Yeah, there's a lot of good spots around. I mean, Detroit, Michigan, yeah. over here, Grand Rapids is awesome. Yeah, a lot of cool yeah. venues. Have you guys played Billy's much? This will be our third time total. I think so, third yeah. time total. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Last time we played there, it was like there's like a dance group that meets up there, or like down the road or and something. They were getting, they were down. dancing. It was original it was stuff, like, dude. It was super cool. Who are all these people cool. dancing? And they are doing the salsa and all kinds of stuff. Oof. And I was like, what is that? I mean, if but, they show up tonight, I mean, I just want to kind of <laughs> hang out and chill. But. It was awesome. It was like um, double entertainment. Yeah, right. The Dewey Cox story. You guys seen that movie? <laughs> I, I have not. I feel actually. like I walk hard. Walk it's, hard. That's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is that? What movie is, is that? that? The, is it's that the Will Ferrell movie? No, Dude, it's um, John C. Riley. Yeah, yeah John, oh, John C. Riley. That's okay. what I was thinking of. It's like, it. a, it's like a parody of Walk the Line, pretty much. Oh. But they touch on a lot of different movies. That's know, right. That's right. Okay. The one scene. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny. It reminds me of the one scene where everybody's just dancing like crazy and getting all. It's worth checking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> like it. Uh, so. You guys talked about the Petoskey thing. What, what other uh, concerts you guys got upcoming? Um, what brewery? Rochester Brewery? Um, is that what it is? Oh, okay. you got a lot of stuff. They're not um, Rochester. No, day before Thanksgiving, we're going to be yep. with Hannah Rose Graves. Yep, we just switched the... Uh, but where are we going to be? Who well, knows? you can always check it out at the gasolinegypsies.com. That's right, it is up there. And on the Facebook. Yeah, it's a beer crawl the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. That's always the biggest bar night, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Should be a banger. Rockford Brewing. That's what not. Oh, okay. He'll be yeah. back over on the side stage. Yeah, so it's pretty close. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Doing that. Okay. Good. Good. That's right. I did see. I think. Um, when is the Rockford Brewing? Uh, the day before Thanksgiving, so twenty third. You know where I'll be? Disney. Sweet. Disney. Take our whole family. The first time we've any of us have ever. Oh, my wife's gone maybe once when she was little, but. Yeah, we're all we're all going to Disney with my wife's whole extended family. So. Cool. So, but I had I saw you guys were gonna be at Rockford. I was like, oh no, I can't go. Yeah, at least you'll catch this one. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'm we'll excited be, for tonight. I'll be eating Thanksgiving dinner at Disney World. I guess. Cool. cool. Yeah. At least it's not just for the kids anymore. There's cool stuff. That's what I hear. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. I'm amped. I'll see Star Wars World, man. Right. All yeah. sorts of stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm. Yeah. I'm just. Disney's just. They own everything these days. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll own you guys. Ooh, whatever they're Do signing that paycheck. That? Yeah, right. If they <laughs> want us to play every night at Disney World, well, I want sure. Mickey telling me what to do. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. So, uh, you guys are playing with Chris Cranick tonight. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, right. Are you guys from, are you guys familiar with him? Then, or oh, is dude, this they, kind of a yeah. pair up deal. Yeah, or? they came over and did a Christmas show with us that's a couple was, years yeah. ago at at Otis Supply in Ferndale. Oh, yep, and that. 
as soon as we saw them, Overdrive Orchestra, they blew us. Another band that just blew us away. Yeah, I was like, incredible. I want to work with those guys. Cool. So, yeah. All good dudes, too. Yeah, and, that's good. You know, sometimes it's kind of hard to find uh, people you click with mm-hmm. in this industry. and Yeah. Them and... Hannah Rose is really great, too. I don't know if you guys have ever seen her. She plays around here a lot. Hannah Rose? Yeah, I've Hannah heard Rose of her. Graves. I have not yeah. seen her, Definitely though. worth going and checking out. Okay. Yep. Well, we should probably get her on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah and she's local. Sure. So, yeah. 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 Makes it easy. Yeah. I knew Chris did solo stuff because uh, when I lived, used to live in Utica, Michigan, there was a small like street festival going on, and I couldn't make it that day, but I remember just looking at the schedule and seeing uh, Chris's name on there, and I was like... Oh, he! I can't go, but that's cool. He does solo stuff. Like four years later, we were like, "Hey, who should open for us?" It's like Krista solo stuff. Yeah, right? ooh, perfect. So, yeah, he's just a great guy too. That whole band is awesome. Yeah, good yeah, dude. Good, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. I've, I, Jeff, have you seen Chris before? Play? I've not. I have. I haven't either. I, Jeff turned me on to him, so I'm excited. Yeah, that's their band's so tonight, awesome. I've never seen be him awesome. solo, but yeah, that should be, be a good. Different. Yeah, yeah. legit. That'd yeah, be cool. Mm-hmm. And he's or, opening up for you guys. More of these, hmm? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Joe, who needs Thank a you. refill? <laughs> Got you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good. One. Uh, so, I have a, <laughs> a quick artist question more for, for you in a second. So, how many guitars do you bring like tonight? How many guitars do you got? Just one, couple? Uh, it used to be just two, so I have the acoustic and my um strat, and I just picked up uh GNL. Um, Telecaster. Ooh. Yep. So that's a sweet guitar. I haven't quite dialed it in tone wise yet, right exactly where I want it. So Fair. I'll probably be playing the Strat more than anything tonight. Cool. But that's kind of the Strat's my go to. But um, I just picked that up, I think, a month and a half ago, something like that. In the the guitars you're playing tonight, stuff you've been playing on the album and everything. Oh yeah, that Strat's been my that's that's, that's kind of what my I baby gathered for a long, for long sure. time. Yep. And then Joe for your drums, what do you, what do you what do you play for your drum set? Just one stick I usually bring. <laughs> that's about a, it. On my knee. <laughs> <laughs> Both. Uh, I got a, a Ludwig Centennial, uh, mm. and uh, the the smaller sizes I guess from the Centennial because there's two different <laughs> versions and. It's a 24 inch kick and 13, 16, 18 times, so a little bigger. And really cool. quick story about that drum set. So oh my God. Ooh, they <laughs> tricked me. They all tricked God, me. Good. It was time for Joe to upgrade his drum set, you know, and we, a lot of the time, we'll like band fun stuff that the band needs. You know, we don't take any money from gigs at all. It goes all goes into a fund. Oh, okay. That's um, around so the side can, of the road somewhere. Yeah. That's yeah, smart. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time doing that. But anyway, um, it was really time for him to have a new drum set. And at the time, Somebody had bought the trademark for Gasoline Gypsy, and that used to be the name of our band. Really? That's why we changed it to The Gasoline Gypsies, was to get around that. What the heck? And it was during that time, and um, we bought Joe this drum set. Was it for your birthday, or was it just kind of... It was of... just because, because I needed a new kit. Yeah. They told me we were being sued for our name, and said that I had to be at our manager's house for a meeting. Steve was supposed <laughs> to call me the day before said meeting and tell me to be at jack's house tomorrow he called me like three days before on accident so all week i'm stewing oh Um, thought he was getting sued i'm pissed oh i'm pissed and i walk into the house and they have a drum set with a a sheet over top of it and they all have their phones out video you know taping me and i walked in and i said put your damn phones away what's going on and they all like dropped their phone like oh dude he was serious we brought you a drum minutes. set and i was like ah <laughs> so many emotions so get mad. the phones back out 
That, oh, that's yeah. a whole cool. range of emotion, man. I was, I was, was so angry. I was so angry. And I walk sweating. in and they're taping me, and I was like, bah, 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 every name in the book, you know. And and then I started crying a little, and was like, I didn't know how to handle any of it, you know. That, uh, how awesome is they, that? Yeah, I mean, my friends the, bought um, me a drum set. So how badass! Oh, that's man. so cool. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna be eyeing that set tonight, buddy. I love instruments of all, any instruments. Mm-hmm. Like drum set right now is the only thing I don't have. Mm-hmm. But I think I have to go with some electronic drum set because I got kids. and how They I have the half and half cool. ones that are super cool. Yeah. Ooh, really? They're about, Joe could explain much more, but they're, they're actual shells. I think they're only about four inches deep, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're electronic, but they still play. They have like more legit heads that yep. are on, but they're yeah. still quiet. You can even like tune the tension of the heads to yeah. make it feel Ooh, you know, so kind of best whatever. of both worlds, yeah. a little in the between. Yeah. Interesting. Or you can go with just a cheap one, too. Most of the time, those work just as well. I just feel like if I go yeah. with just a cheap, real one, it's just going to be nonstop. Like, my kid, bang, bang, like, yeah. like I want to play, obviously. But right. but I, my kids, they two of my daughters play. They take keyboard lessons and guitar lessons, and my son's a little bit too young, but... He's already gravitated towards drums a little bit. And cool. I got to get something. I'm like, well, if I get a drum set, we can have a Partridge family going on. <laughs> yeah, 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 a little bit. For Train sure. them young. Right? So we'll see. But yeah, that's cool. I'll, I'm going to I'll eye your set tonight, <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm, cool. I'm excited to see it. Cool. Yeah, they tricked me. Good. Good friends. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We talked a little bit about your website. So how have people connect with you guys? Um, we're really, really good with Facebook. That's a kind of our big, you know, every band should have like two social media platforms that really stick too hard. It's Facebook and Instagram for yeah. us, kind of the two main ones. But our Facebook, if you guys want to connect with us, that's the best way. We're pretty fast at responding to messages. You stuff. very much are because that's yeah. how I we kicked this off. And yeah. literally it's, it's hours, not even a day has gone by yeah. and getting right back to me. And I was in, yep. at the time a nobody and we got... We just started chatting last week. Yep. Or yep. whatever. So exactly. It's so always perfect. Stay on, yep. Yep. We stay on top of that. Good job. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. Well, good. I'm excited to see you guys tonight. Yeah, I think we actually fun, probably man. should start uh, burning this thing down because yeah, you guys got to get, get back going. Pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks, Joe Caleb. Yeah. Such fantac- fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said phantasm. I don't know why. <laughs> Fantastic that you guys are here. Thank yeah, you so thank much you for coming so by. Come on. Oh, this, is, this is a riot. Yeah, Can't absolutely. wait to see you tonight. You guys are going to rock it. And me and Jeff are going to record the outro later on after we see the show. And it's going to be oh, literally, cool, this man. is going to be our, probably our yeah. favorite episode that we've done so far. Yeah, we'll have to get a picture together and stuff. Yeah, when we're definitely there, do. Sure. Definitely. We'll have, um, we'll hook you up with a little bit of merch. We got a few minutes before we go. Joe's got it in the truck. So. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Sweet. Cool. Yeah. Excited to meet, yeah, Steve and Neil later. And yeah. It'll be good. For you sure. don't want to meet them. No. Yeah. We're going to have to talk Steve down. He's a little stressed out, I think. After. It's all good. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure at some point if, next year, maybe we can have you on again. Yeah. Maybe we're, we're talking about taking our a mobile unit so we can bring some of our stuff with us. Oh, that's a good so idea. So if we go to the yeah. east yeah. side somewhere else, right. we could still do a podcast. Yeah. Maybe just sure? a little bit quicker, you know, a little bit less formal. I mean, not that this is formal at all, but yeah, you had to drive, you know, 25 minutes out from the venue to get over For here. Sure, but man. Yeah, cool. yeah, no For worries, sure. man. Awesome. Yeah, after you guys get your album out some point whenever you guys yeah for all down. you guys listening keep keep an eye out because we're about to be releasing some stuff real soon we're going to keep it coming out steady some new stuff so okay. check out that video yeah. game. Ahead of it, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah you gotta play the video game i played it 
It's that's fine. I think it's like two ninety nine or yep. something. Yeah, it's I will. Like I'm buying it tonight. Yep. Yeah, I finally <laughs> found the in. gold record at the Wheatland level. I finally found it. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's cool. There's so many. <laughs> yeah, have you completed it? I I'm missing like two levels. Okay, Ooh. I'm almost. Yeah, because you can play through it all the way once, and then you start again at the beginning. I don't and know what I'm doing. Levels wrong. that open up afterwards. Oh really? Oh, so, yeah, I can't wow. get to the foundry. And that, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. In that first level, um, you shoot the mushrooms, and I don't know if you guys are. And any like I do a lot of morel mushroom picking in the spring, you know. Okay. And, you, and shoot the mushrooms and morels pop up, and I'm the only one who can pick them. Joe's Joe's allergic to mushrooms in real life, so if he picks them, he dies in the game automatically. <laughs> and if you pick all the mushrooms, you get to the the secret level. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh man. my and god! And at the at the at the uh, with the boardwalk. Uh, yeah. level yep. if little shrimp come up Neil's allergic to seafood so if little shrimp come up like we can grab them but it kills Neil <laughs> oh that is too well I feel like we just got some tips we got some cheat oh yeah codes there's, there's a lot don't there, pick man. the mushrooms if you're me yeah. fair enough <laughs> so many things to remember this is awesome <laughs> but that makes it fun man I know it's little uh, easter eggs in there that make it special Hell yeah, yeah exactly you guys thank you so much this was a blast cool yeah, thank thanks you. for having us guys rock and roll appreciate it well, welcome back, Jeff. How's it going? We weren't gone that long, were we? No, it was, it was like 10 seconds or less. Or a week. No, it was quite a bit longer, yeah, because we went to the show. We should have just taken this on the road. Yeah, that would have been a good idea, right? We'll do, we'll do that one of these times. We'll do, a, we'll do a remote session, meet someone somewhere. Maybe next time we go to a concert or can hang out with someone on the other side of the state, that'll be good. Yeah. Reason to bring the equipment and do something. Do a little remote podcast. That would have been cool to get a little bit of the show. Oh, yeah. Fair enough. A little live action. We did take some pictures. Got a couple pictures. We should probably post them on the socials. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that was a great show. It is. We did actually post a picture while we were there watching them. So if you haven't put two and two together, this is post-Gasoline Gypsies concert. Um, Jeff and I went and saw it, and it was awesome. It was a blast. Very good. I'm glad you drove, so I didn't have to. <laughs> this is the one thing I got to say about the entire night. What the heck is up with no restaurants being open <laughs> at midnight anymore? Oh, I know. <laughs> Disappointing. Yesterday's closed. They like cl- half closed an at hour. Midnight. Yeah, they closed like right as we were walking yeah. to the door. And then we went, there was the one place that was open, and uh, it was a one man show, and he didn't quite know how to acknowledge anybody. No. Yeah, he was busy cooking the food that someone ordered like 15 minutes prior he didn't give a crap about anybody else getting in line but yeah that was, that was mcdonald's every mcdonald's on the way home was all closed yeah i was i just sorry folks i was starving i was waiting to eat all night long and nothing i ate halloween candy when well, i got home well there was a lot of popcorn consumed oh yeah at billy's billy's had a lot of popcorn that was good that was good popcorn too yeah i could tell you kept, <laughs> kept going back for more every every time my little box was um, empty. Went and got another one. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, it was. They put on a pretty long show. Yeah, I was. It was cool. I I, uh, I did record the set list for the most part. There was one song I wasn't sure what it was. I think it was nineteen songs. Dang. Yeah. And we were there nice and early too. Like. Yeah. Early enough where we didn't get charged to cover. <laughs> so we were there really early. Um. But yeah, we got some nice seat, cool seats right up front there, and it was awesome. We got a little shout out from Caleb. Yeah, that was t- cool. Telling everybody about music podcast, that was great. Um, we met some 
some ladies that were sat right next to us that just wanted to entertain us, apparently. Yeah, that was interesting. It's just all the, you know, you know, anyone, it, this, obviously, if no one knows what Billy's Lounge is, it's, what would you, it's a, a small venue bar. Yeah, I would say it's pretty you know, small. <clears throat> probably holds, you know, 100, 150 people, if that. I don't even know if that many. Yeah, maybe not that many. But it's that kind of vibe, you know, small little bar venue. Yeah, a little tiny stage. Anything goes, and you just get all sorts. Of <laughs> it wasn't It wasn't packed. Over the course of the show, I feel like it did fill up pretty good, though. Yeah, but I was kind of disappointed. <clears throat> there wasn't more. Yeah, more that there wasn't more people. But uh, yeah, and then we saw Chris Kranick open up, and uh, I thought he did a great job. He did awesome. Yeah, we were, uh, we're working on... Uh, Potential there. Yep. Interview. We talked to him. Maybe we can get him to play his REM cover on the ukulele. Oh, again. that was wasn't that cool? The electric ukulele or whatever. Yeah. No, it was it was it was like an electric mandolin. Was it? yeah? Was that what? It, yeah, yeah. Maybe it wasn't a ukulele. I yeah. I would call it an electric mandolin. Yeah. Is that what it was? That was. I cool. don't know. We'll have to clarify. It was that cool him. though. Yeah. It was cool. It was awesome. Oh, that was such a good cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he played. I think I wrote all those on. There was like 14, 15 songs. So yep. he played a lot. Yeah, and he was, but he's you know he's also in a band though, right? So yeah. he was by himself with solo stuff, I'm guessing. Or yep. I'm yep. not terribly familiar with his his band's catalog, so I don't know if he was playing some of their songs or a bunch of his own stuff. No, it was all know. his solo stuff, gotcha. other than I think two covers that he did in um, Overdrive Orchestra is his band. That's right, that's right. But they're like completely more of a I'd say a rock type of band. So mm-hmm. I think he said they're playing. Pyramid Scheme in January sometime. Yeah, we'll have to go check that out. Yeah. What was the other cover song you played? So we played Losing My Religion by R.E.M. And he played another one, right? I think so. Jeff's got the notes. He's so uh, smart. Yeah, I got them all here. I just got to go by what I remember. Actually, I think that was the only cover. Was it? Yeah. It was his only cover. Gasoline Gypsies, they played something. I'm sure they did. Yeah, they had um, three. They remember They played Breathe by Pink Floyd. That's right, and it sounded so good. It was so good. They played Free Ride. That's right. By the Edgar Winter Group. If you ever knew that, that was the name of the band. Uh, I didn't. And Mama Kin by Aerosmith. Maybe that's the one I couldn't place. I probably had heard it and recognized it, but that's not a super popular Well, GNR covered it. Did they? Yeah. You don't usually hear the Aerosmith version too much, I don't think, but um, I'm more familiar with the GNR one. Mm. But... uh, no, they yeah they they cranked it out. They played a lot and they sounded really yeah, good. Yeah, I thought I was I was very I was pleasantly surprised how good it was. I didn't have my high, you know didn't have high expectations. No, go to a small venue. You never know. It could be sound really good. It could sound terrible. But they've been playing together for so long. Yeah. I mean, I would hope that uh, their sound was good. I wondered if they played there before. <laughs> yeah, they said they did. did. They? Mm-hmm. Oh, they well. said, I think they played there as a band one other time and. At least part of the band, and they played there one other time. I think it might have been just a couple. Of- yeah, it was good. Uh, at the beginning, when they were kind of su- like, we didn't know if they were sound checking still or not, and they like the mics weren't plugged in or not being used, right. and he was singing. I was like, uh, what's going on? And they just kept going, like, yeah, for played almost the whole song. But then they just put all their instruments up and walked away. I'm like, oh, they must still be sound checking some last minute thing because then five minutes later, they actually started playing, or Chris did. Yeah, Chris played. Yeah, it was cool. I, it was awesome. It was a great. It was a good night. They sounded fantastic. Yeah, it was fun interviewing them. It was good, good, uh, good time with Caleb and uh, Joe. Yep, they did. Um, they had. They didn't have a whole lot of merch. Si- like uh, their shirts, they had smalls and mediums and yeah. not, and maybe double XLs. But I actually just saw Joe posted 
something on Facebook about merch coming in, or if you've ordered merch through website, it's all coming in in December. So they got a bunch more coming. So if anyone was interested in Gasoline Gypsy merch, I might have to go check out their website. Yeah, be coming out soon. They had some posters. They were cool. It was a fun time. Those guys are awesome. I'm sure we'll have them on again. Definitely. So we'll see what they... Yeah, they're going to come out with the album, I think, next year. and See what happens. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So what else you got on the, the concert calendar? Well, uh, by the time this drops... Hopefully, right before Thanksgiving, uh, Gasoline Gypsies will be playing in Rockford, Rockford Brewing. Uh, they're doing that. And then uh, Patty Bershela is going to be opening up for Desmond Jones at the intersection that night. So I'll be in Disney World or Land with whatever. What, Orlando? There's a Disneyland and a Disney World, oh, right? Oh, I thought you were saying Orlando. Oh, no, sorry. And you forgot to finish it. I forget which one is which, though. Oh, that's Disney World. Disney World is in Orlando. Disneyland yeah. must be in California, yes. right? Okay. Yeah. I never. Anyways, I'll be there, so I won't. Hopefully, you get to go. I. Yeah, I don't know. Or do you travel well, during the holidays? Was, no, I I will be available. I was wasn't sure. I was thinking about maybe going up to Rockford and go see Gasoline Gypsies again. Yeah. So we'll see. Heck yeah! But sweet. But yeah, then um, I think there was a couple shows. Um, that have passed by this point, so don't have any other. Uh... Well, you said something about corrosion of conformities. Cor- corrosion of conformity. If if anyone remembers that the you know they were I don't, I don't know how popular they were, but they were a hard rock alternative rock band from the early nineties. Had yeah. a few albums, and, and they probably made some more since. But yeah, the the pyramid scheme, and I honestly would probably I can't imagine the. I'm sure it's like a cover, like more. I don't think you would have to buy tickets. Maybe you do, but I can't imagine it's more than ten bucks. I would totally go see them for ten dollars. Heck yeah, the pyramid scheme. Yeah. I would love to see them. That's Thanksgiving weekend, right? Oh, was it? Yeah, you said you were going to be gone. They were, they, they were going to be here twice, though. Oh, there was one in. They were one was at uh, Pyramid Scheme, and then they were playing somewhere else. I don't know. I'll have to check, but I would. I would probably go see that if I was available. If I was around, that'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, was there any other... I, I want to say something about concerts, but was there anything else interesting to you coming up in the next couple of weeks? Uh, no, other than I was going to mention that In the Valley Below just played. I don't tick that I didn't go see them. But they were playing at the Listening Room, formerly known as the Listening Room. Ooh, tell but that. But now it is called Midtown GR. Midtown GR. Yes. So I guess they changed the name partly because... That's a very common name throughout the country for venues, which makes sense. I feel like I have heard that before. And uh, something about the name has something to do with uh, one of their... The new name. The original... One of the original theaters. Because they're owned by... What is it? Celebration? Yeah. If it's either Celebration or Celebration Cinema or the overarching ownership of... So something along those lines. That's why they came up with the name. But yeah, they changed it more so. It's not changed ownership. It's just... Yep. So this the listening room, if anyone wasn't aware, is is above Studio C, the movie theater that's the newest celebration cinema location, right downtown Grand Rapids, smack dab in the middle. Right where one thirty one and ninety six kinda cross. Mm-hmm. Um I used to spent a lot of years working a couple blocks from that corner right there where the where Studio C is. It's a cool spot right there. A lot of new restaurants over there. It's changed the whole landscape down Yeah, there. it has. Because it, it used to be a big parking lot. That's yeah. all it was. And now it's lit, a huge building with like 
a couple restaurants, a movie theater, the listening room. I mean, there's probably a couple things in there. I don't even, a bank is in there, I think. But yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, uh, apartments are in there. Okay. So they have like a courtyard, and they do have concerts outside in the courtyard, I've heard. I've not heard any there. I've heard that they have had concerts out there, so I'm curious to see. Next summer, I'll keep my eye out for that. My assumption is it's kind of, you know, more local. Yeah, it's a, something a, on a Wednesday small night. space there, yeah. so it's not like you're going to yeah, get... It's not huge. Yeah. But yeah. But what I did find interesting this week was... My wife was talk. She was mentioning, "Oh, Pink is going on tour in 2023." So I started looking up tickets and or where she was playing. And I think the closest she comes to GR is either Detroit or Chicago, which was great. So while while looking at this and thinking, "Oh, that'd be awesome if you know could get my wife tickets to go see Pink," um, Taylor Swift just dropped an album not too long ago, and she had tickets starting to go on sale this week for her upcoming tour and it's been the craziest ridiculousness you could yeah. ever imagine through Ticketmaster. Oh my gosh. Apparently people waiting for hours to like buy tickets through Ticketmaster and not being able to and the general public that hasn't even had a chance to get tickets. I think that starts tomorrow. So the last two days have been you have to have a pre sale code to actually buy anything. Yeah, and just people are just it's taking way too long. They're not getting it and obviously the scalpers and the bots are Stealing up all the tickets and then reselling them for yeah. People were saying twenty eight thousand dollars for some ticket prices. What? Were like yeah, twenty eight grand for a ticket to see Taylor. So Swift. wrong. I don't know which venue or which date it was, but that was it was listed. Now yeah. I'm not saying they're going to get that, but it was list, It was bought for like a hundred dollars yeah. and set up up seconds later for twenty eight thousand yeah, dollars. So messed up. Isn't that insane? I mean, that's the opposite of what you want your fans right. to go and. And you get all these people buying these tickets just to make a buck. I don't get this Ticketmaster thing. The biggest monopoly. I mean, and you know, the in the '90s, Pearl Jam tried to go oh, yeah. against them with the. I remember. I mean, that was right when I was getting into music. I was like, "What is going on?" Yeah. I had probably seen like two concerts by this point, in, and I bet you I bought a ticket through Ticketmaster, but it was probably like eighteen dollars at back then, like '96 or something, '95. Oh, and the service charge then was, you know, everybody was up in arms, but it was like yeah, it was probably dollar fifty, a couple bucks, you know. <laughs> and uh, now it's outrageous, you know. It, it's not even just now they got like three different fees they charge you. Yeah, it's almost like yeah. Well, if you're gonna get it mailed or you're gonna get it, if you're gonna get right. electronic, and there's a different fee for every type of yep way you get it, and it's ridiculous. And I also was reading an article. Um, I can't cite which article it was, which site or magazine or whatever. But they said that fees are now based on ticket price. So a more expensive ticket will have a higher processing fee. Jeez. Even though it's exactly the same. Like when yeah. you're processing the a ticket, it's, a pay, it's swiping a credit card is yeah. the processing fee. Yeah. There should be no... It's kind of <laughs> like, you know, if gratuity... At, when you're all at a restaurant, gratuity yeah. is added like 18%, 20%, whatever, mostly because you have a, if you have a party over 10 or something like that. That makes sense. It's more work to do that. Right. It's not any more work to buy a 1,000 tickets or one ticket. doesn't matter what kind of ticket. It's all exactly the same. Nothing changes. It's, all, it's so stupid. But hey, capitalism, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, if, if I can, and we were talking about this earlier, but if I can, I will go to the box office and buy a ticket. If it's close enough by, yeah. You remember do? You, did you say you remember doing that back in the day? Oh yeah. I so mean, did I. And I, 
I didn't do a lot of it. Like, I didn't go wait in line. Like, I remember when people would wait in camp at the box office. and Like some Black Friday special. Yeah, it was something. crazy. They camped for days at some some of the concerts. Like, at, at Taylor Swift, this concert, they would be camping for days, for sure. It's that big, right? But, um, yeah, I remember going to the box office, and that was the only way you get it. Or you go to, like... Um, a Harmony House or some music. Believe in music. Believe in music. Any of these music shops, you could go get tickets as well. Where to go. What was another? Even, I even want to say you could go to like Mose Isley Tattoo Parlor and like Division <laughs> to get concert tickets too. I remember at one time. Probably. Or, and even Mulligans. I've, I've, I bought concert tickets at Mulligans for someplace else. It was probably an East Town show in East Grand Rapids. But I remember buying tickets... And that was probably the first expansion, right? It was probably originally always had to go to the box office. And they were mm-hmm. probably like, it's so hard for people to get that to that spot. So then they had people. And you don't remember, you don't ever remember like calling in on a phone with a credit card to buy. T- I, don't I don't remember don't. either, but I have to imagine that was a thing. But I don't remember doing that. Yeah, either. that was probably the next phase before the internet yeah, came in. I remember going physically, walking up or standing in line or whatever to buy a ticket or getting it online. I don't remember calling in, but I'm sure that was a intermittent. You know, in in between her before the internet really right. caught on. Yeah, craziness. Oh, freaking Ticketmaster, man! That Monopoly Live Nation Ticketmaster is bonkers. How they're allowed to do what they do. They do right. And I'm and anyone that's listening to this podcast probably is aware. You know, if you're gonna buy, if you're gonna go see a show that's bigger than a couple hundred people, it's most likely put on by Live Nation slash Ticketmaster, and you have to buy tickets through them. And it's like people will say like. Um, I heard Sum 41. Remember Sum 41, the band? No. Oh, they're kind of like a punk rock, like a pop punk, kind of like a Blink-182. Okay. Popular yeah. in the 2010s, maybe early 2000s. Um, they've made a, a big stance where they won't play any Live Nation Ticketmaster shows. So they're extremely, uh, what's the word I want to say? It, they don't have many options to where they can play. They have to play it like a Billy's Lounge or gotcha, yeah. a Pyramid Scheme because they'll just do tickets directly from there for local stuff. You know, it's not a worldwide thing. On, I mean, maybe even on their website you could do it, but that's how they get around all those fees and everything. And you see a, ch- a show for way cheaper. But if you really like some 41, chances are they're probably not going to come to Grand Rapids or like this area because, you know, they're, they're, they probably want to get the most popular small venue places sure. to, get, to maximize how many people are going to come see them. So it's like a cool that they're doing it but if you were like the band there's the chances are less that you actually get to see them but hey that's crazy but if all bands did that then something would change or if right i mean if people were saying if taylor swift would you know um not work with live nation and say nope i'm gonna do something different that would be a huge upset i don't know if it'd be upsetting enough to make a change but it would start it would have to be other artists would have to be right behind her doing the same thing and then i think a change would happen but we'll see yeah who knows so i guess what i'm saying is taylor if you're listening if you're if you're listening to our podcast please um boycott ticketmaster and live nation and just play places like the pyramid scheme (laughs) well and i could see i mean i could see her doing that because Mm -hmm. she has had i think i don't know if it was apple or spotify one of them spotify she, the top ten songs. She said she wasn't gonna. Oh wait, no. She she pulled she her pulled music. It. I think it, she pulled it from Spotify. So she was exclusive to Apple for a while. Okay. I think it's obviously reverted now that whatever yeah. she did has ended. And well, she, she is, was at that point. I think she was looking to help other artists make money, mm. more money. It was the whole push to 
raise up their rates a little bit more of what they're paying. But and I think that's why title is still around, you know, the streaming service title that Jay-Z owns. Um, we're one of the few places where I think Apple Music now does too is flack lossless lossless audio. Oh, yeah. Um, but title pays the artists a lot like ten times more than Spotify or anybody okay. else. Yeah. I think Dead Mouse, Eminem, Jay Z, uh, Rihanna were all spokespeople for Title when it opened up. I don't really know anyone that uses Title though. No. So, eh, whatever. Yeah. It, we'll see. But hey, it's still around. So good for them, I guess. I'm just more of a convenience guy. Spotify, I don't know how I got hooked on Spotify, but I've been paying for it for like 10 years now. Really? I Yeah. 2000, yeah. I want to say 2012 is when wow. I started paying for Spotify. I only started paying a year ago. I was always doing the ad stuff. If I did yeah. Spotify or Apple, I was just too cheap to. But I'm kind of hooked. Like, it's just so I don't want the ads. Yeah, for music jump in and pick whatever I want to listen to. Yeah, for like if I'm watching like Netflix or Hulu and stuff like that, I I don't really mind ads so much for that. Yeah. Luckily, you I think you pay for Netflix, you don't really get ads. But Hulu's got ads in there, and it's a little bit annoying. But for music, like. I'm not. I'm not just. Uh, I'm listening to music to listen to music when I'm listening right. to Spotify. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even if I don't even just turn it. Like if I'm just driving somewhere for two minutes, I'll just put, have the radio on. Right. I won't worry about even you know yeah. turning my phone on. Is there anything even if it's not coming up soon? Any concert or let oh here let me backtrack. Maybe not a concert that's happening that you would like to go to. What concert would you love to see next year in 2023? What would you love to see and where? I know this wow. is. I'm Man, putting you on the spot. You I did know. big time. That's fine. If you need to take a minute to think about it, that's okay. You know, I, I've kind of. I think we talked about this before. I'm not really. I don't want to go any big venues really anymore, unless it's the only thing. And there's maybe a band that I'd really, really want to see. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Metallica one more time, um, but I don't know. I don't know if I've seen them enough that. I, I, I've been debating this in my head a little bit, and, and I have something to talk about after this, but because I don't think they're really together anymore. But Radiohead, and then I thought about it more. I'm like, I don't know that I, I don't know if it's a band that I'd really necessarily need to see in concert. I always thought, like, in throughout the 90s and 2000s, my bucket list Radiohead was always on there, but I feel agree as well. It's not like, uh, I'm sure it's great, I hear they sound awesome live. But their music is very, uh, I don't know. I like their old, I like the older stuff. Like The Benz is uh-huh. my favorite album of theirs. Kind of chill, like nothing totally crazy that, like going to see Tool in concerts, something different. Like, yeah. You know, seeing Radiohead, I feel like, yeah, I just feel like I wouldn't have to see them. Yeah, in like concert. what is, but real, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, maybe they entertain in a different way, but I'm like, I feel like they'd be playing their music and be just chilling out. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I'd go to a Billy's Lounge. To yeah, listen to oh, him, sure. you know what I'm saying? Like, but no, I know, I know exactly what you mean. But yep. but talking about Radiohead, um, now that they're not really officially together anymore, I guess. Who knows? Yeah, they're going like to get together now. Nobody really knows. But hiatus. The, but there's a new formation that's come out of that. So Tom York and um, Johnny Greenwood, Johnny Greenwood, have formed another band, The Smile. Yeah, and they have uh, uh, a guitarist. They've added on to that. Yeah, Forget I his name. Yeah, I can't remember who's all. I know Johnny and Tom are in the band. It's just I, a three-piece band. Is it three? Okay. Yeah. And someone else for drums. And I just caught that this uh, about a week ago, and I've been, I listened to him a little bit. And mm-hmm. 
It's, if you like Radiohead, you're going to like yeah, The Smile. because that album just came out like a month ago. Yeah. And they're growing on tour, and they're going to be... I think we saw they're going to play in Detroit sometime in the next couple weeks. Or maybe it was next week. Really? Yeah, that's what I was... We were reading off the list. Oh, I must have missed that's, that. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, they're they're playing. I think it was... Uh, I think it was right in Detroit. I'll check it out after this. Yeah. But I guess back to your question, I don't... I don't have anything specific that I'm... No? That it's sticking out to me, I guess. I mean, I'm, I'm actually... The more, the more we've been doing this podcast, I've actually been more interested in seeing the bands that we've been interviewing, which we've done a pretty good job of that. We've seen In the Valley Below, Gasoline Gypsies, Patty Prashila... Um, I'd like to see Flylight. You saw them, but I kind of I'm interested in seeing some of these bands that that are smaller. I want to go to I want to go some smaller shows. I want to go to some different venues like Pyramid Scheme. Um, uh, where else? I'm trying to think of. I don't know, but uh, I don't know. I don't have anything that sticks out to me. No. Um, something I was just looking at the list and I, I missed it earlier. I would love to see Rage Against the Machine. I've never seen them in concert. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're coming good. with Run the Jewels. Who I, I've seen Run the Jewels in concert before with Lord. I love them. When's, I, where's Rage going to be? Um, Little Caesars Arena, which oh. is coincidentally where I saw Run the Jewels last. Um, so, yeah, that's Detroit. And I didn't see the date. It looked like it was January. Um, okay. But that'd be something. I, I didn't realize they were touring. I had no idea either. I mean, I knew that whole Prophets of Rage thing came together and got most of the guys except for Zach De La Roca. Um, so it was like some public enemy guys from you know 80s and 90s. The rap yeah. guys joined them mixed with the other guys of Rage besides Zach, the singer. Um, like that was a, a newer thing. And I knew they toured, but I, didn't, I haven't heard much out of that in the last couple of years. So I was surprised to see that just on the list. I was just looking it up. Or... It just popped in my head, so that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I, I would mean, totally go see them. I mean, I saw them at the Palace. I mean, heck, I don't know, twenty years ago, and they were. It was a great show. Oh yeah, that's that would be my jam. Evil Empire. That was my favorite album in junior high. Heck yeah! I actually think. Um, I mean, I like their first couple. Uh, what's the one? Um, Battle of the Los Angeles. Yeah, I love that album too. Gorilla Radio. That one. Oh yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, oh, so now I'm going to have to listen to that. Today. Yeah, no. Well, that wasn't my pick, but that that is that rage or rage was always high on my bucket list if I always wanted to see. Oh yeah. But I kind of wrote it off years ago, thinking they would never do anything again. So I would right. see him without Zach if he wasn't part of it. But I don't know if this is with him or without him. But Tom Morello, I love him. Yeah. And I can tie everything back to Tool. Tom Morello and Adam Jones, the guitarist for Tool, they went to high school together and they were in bands with and against each other growing up. So th- there's some history there. Um, but man, who who would it be for me? Who would I love to see next year? Man, so many bands. I can't say Deftones because I've seen them the most out yeah. of all the bands. I've seen them so many times. I feel like I don't really need to see them anymore, but I probably will. Allison Chains, I've seen several times. I don't really. Uh, who? I might have think about that for a minute. I mean, you raised the question. I know, I did, so and I wasn't even thinking of the answer myself. The, I was more interested in what you would say. We need to uh, carry this over to the next episode, I think. And then STP, Stone Temple Pilots would be something I would pick up, but I've seen them a few times yeah, with and without. I, um, 
don't know if I'd want to see him without Scott Wiley. Yeah, I've seen him with and without. It definitely with him was awesome. Yeah. I saw him in the '90s, right when uh, uh, Tiny Music came out. Okay, '97, '98, something like that. Maybe '96. I can't remember. That was good. I've been handled. That was awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I never get to see them. There's there's several bands I never saw and will never be able to see. I mean, Soundgarden. I mean, I guess it would be Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, I'd, I'd love That's, to see them. I saw them one time in the '90s, and I was I I felt like I was new enough to them where I didn't appreciate it at all or enough compared to if I listened if yeah. I were to go see them in concert today. Yeah, I definitely would see them. They their their new album just came out. Auto, yep. How do you 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 kept calling it a tomb? I didn't. A, I don't think we talked about. Did this. we not? Oh, maybe someone else was telling but, me. But it A-T-U-M is, is their yeah, new A-T-U-M. album. And it's volume one or something. Yeah, so it's so weird. One. It's like the last album I feel like they did, it was volume one. It was some other name. Yeah. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? You ever going to oh, come up Billy, volume two? Billy Corgan, you silly, silly dude. He's just a silly guy. He's <laughs> a character. Freaking owns like a wrestling company too. Oh, yeah. yeah he's, he's big into the wrestling. He's, a, he's, a interest, he's tall as hell, man. You see how tall he is? Mm-hmm. He's taller than either of both of us. Yeah. He's a tall dude. He is oddball guy i like him but he's odd super weird yeah definitely right up my alley man so maybe smash well we were supposed to see him that's right, right before the pandemic that's right we had tickets to go see him yeah at 20 monroe which has changed the name to it's like glc monroe yes, GL, it's glc yeah something like that glc 20 monroe i think the 20 monroe is still there but it's glc yeah because i think ownership changed there yep, or something for sure yeah, uh, talking about Rage, I saw, and I was over at the Corner Record Shop the other day. They moved. Mm-hmm. They're in their new location yep, now. It's pretty uh, cool. Pretty good. Yeah, good good spot. Uh, talked to Luke a little bit, and still got a few things to do over there, but overall, I mean, they're they're in their spot, and um, it was cool looking through the records. I bought um, in the Fleetwood Mac, the I would say the Peter Green years, which is more of the bluesy version of it. But yeah, I saw a lot of great albums. I was like, ah, do I buy this one? Do I buy this one? It was it was tough to to hold back a little bit. So what else were you looking at buying that you didn't? Um, that maybe you saved I mean, for next. I time. mean, the Rage, the, uh, the the original album, was there. It was probably a lot of stuff that I already, you know, had purchased CDs four years ago yeah, or have somewhere or another. Just kind of like, yeah, it'd be cool to have a record of that. Right. That's uh, kind of how I feel too. That's why I picked the Fleetwood Mac one. This is like it's something I didn't have ever and. Something different, so yeah. So yep, I'll be I, back for sure. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have to go chat with them, and I, I I have definitely decided on. I mean, not a model of turntable and speakers, but mm-hmm. I'm gonna invest in that. Get a turntable speakers and start spinning some vinyl. Yeah, maybe I'll get a little recliner in the middle of this room, <laughs> and I'll just you know I just imagine turn the lights low, throwing a record on, some. Cognac in my glass. Yeah, you fit the bill. No, yeah. the cognac's gross. I would never drink that. But maybe some like whiskey. I don't know why I said that. A cigar. If my wife would kill me, I'd just light Smoking up a cigar down here. Yeah. Listen to some freaking sweet Tool or something. Tool. <laughs> yeah. The funny thing is, is you got it. Like I got the record home the other night and, and put it on. Family's kind of around in and out. And uh, I'm like, I just want to like some peace and quiet and just chill and listen to this thing. And I did for a little bit, but then, you know, got kids bored. came up, it got boring. and I'm like, no, it didn't <laughs> Or you get got boring. interrupted. You got interrupted. I mean, and it was fine, but I was just like, 
yeah, it's it's hard to do. I feel like family. vinyl record listening is like a single person's hobby. <laughs> when you have a family like us with several people around all the time, I mean, unless you got some sweet headphones that you're plugging into, right. if you, you don't get much peace and quiet. Exactly. But I don't know. But then on the other hand, that maybe that's not the goal and just having your kids around this kind of stuff because I can't imagine very many, you know, my kids are in elementary still. I bet you a lot of their friends don't have record players at home. No. I, 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 pro- I bet you zero of them do. Maybe one. So it's just something cool and different for them to like have grown up or when they can refer know what a vinyl record right. is or a turntable exactly. is because when they're 18, 19, 20 years old going off to college a lot of these kids unless they're hipsters <laughs> aren't even to know what a vinyl is exactly they're gonna know from me they know what it is because like i hang my you know my records everywhere i display them how we talk about with luke that's that's kind of how i got into it to display what i like show off what i like but it's making that corner we're gonna listen to some wax <laughs> that's what we we're naming the podcast listening to some wax just don't melt that record, man. Oh, I'm gonna melt it. I'm gonna <laughs> melt it hard, bro. Don't turn the speed up too uh, too fast. Can you do that record? Yeah, you can do that record. You can change it. Yeah, the you, speed. I'm sure some models well, have the ability you, to do that. Yeah, you do it, and it's like uh, you get into the el- the chipmunks' voices. That's right. Yeah, or slow even, it down. I never. I don't think I've ever played a record on the high speed that actually was designed for the high, like. I don't even know what type of record you're playing. That yeah. You want the speed of to be super fast. fast. I understand. I yeah. I, I I have no idea. I don't know. I don't even know why you'd want to slow it down. Did people put out records to and slow down the speed of the music so you would purposely have to slow down your turntable for some reason, or was there like I don't know little messages. Yeah, you know, I was like playing, the whole, backward, like the, yeah, playing yeah, something backwards. Yeah. I remember there was like a Led Zeppelin stuff. The Beatles. Or, the, the Beatles, Beatles had yeah, some. Yeah. yeah, Ozzy Osbourne had some. Yeah, I remember all that. It was like, kill yourself or right. something ridiculous yeah. people make up. I'm fairly certain all of those have been debunked. Yeah. I actually just listened to a podcast not too long ago that talked about, uh, I think the, the episode was something about this like satanic panic or something like from like the 70s and the 80s. They were talking about Dungeons and Dragons, and then vinyl records playing backwards, rock bands. They were there was like twenty minutes going off about that, and they debunked all all of it. Well, yeah, you had uh, Charles Manson during yeah. that time, so yeah. it was probably all yeah, like exactly. interlinked. Yep, for sure. Yeah. But their thing, it's like you could you can hear whatever you want to hear. Like you play this song backwards, and if you're trying to pull something out of it, you're going to hear something, right? Whether it's they put it there or not, you're going to still hear it and talk about it, and that's how it, stuff like that goes. They were saying. So, yeah, it made perfect sense. Crazy. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll um, getting close to the holiday season here. Year end. We're going to be almost done with year one. Yep. Ryan, excited. We'll have to do some recap in next next episode. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. So for those out there, we got, uh, you know, check us out on the social media. We've been uh, we've been doing, doing a little more there lately. Yep. We're going to put some effort. Yeah. We need to grow this bad baby. So follow us uh, on the Facebook and the Instagram. And then uh, check us out on the website, themittenmusic.com. Yeah. And the playlist on Spotify. Check it out. There's lots of... We keep adding to the library. All the songs that we talk about with our guests or whoever we're chatting with, throw them on the playlist. 
getting pretty hefty. It's good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Good job, Jeff. You too, Ryan. I Enjoy your time in Disney. That's right. I'm leaving for Disney Saturday. It's going to be amazing. Heck yeah. Looking forward to it. Everyone out there, be safe. Because it's snowing out right now. It's pretty nasty. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah.